Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. When I first went into business, I found out in a hurry that it was lonely at the top. If you're a CEO or business owner and you're feeling lonely at the top, then I'd like to invite you to join us at our Action Coach membership community. It's a community of like-minded business owners that help each other, build each other up, sometimes push and pull each other. If you'd like to learn more, just reach out to me at billgilliland.actioncoach.com, book a session, and I'll give you all the details. Welcome to this week's episode of Epic Entrepreneurs, powered by Action Coach Growth Partners. You likely went into business to have more freedom and flexibility so that you could spend more time with your family, do more things or travel or enjoy your hobbies or whatever it is that you like to do in your spare time. We're here to help you find better ways to make more money, build better teams, and get that time back so that you can have that freedom and flexibility. We'll help you simplify things and make sense of business, investing, and wealth building so that you can be epic and achieve all your dreams and goals. And now, enjoy the show. Hey, I'm Anna Marie Jakobilski, publisher of Discover Hometown Magazine here in Henderson County, North Carolina. Awesome. Well, welcome to the podcast, Anna-Marie. Tell me a little bit about how you got into this business anyway. Well, thanks first for having me. Uh, I appreciate the time. Um, How did I get into publishing Discover Hometown? Um, A funny story is my husband actually started the business back in 2005 when we first moved to Western North Carolina. And about four years ago, after I was, my children uh, had Come of a certain age, I was ready to step in. He was ready to step out, and here I am. <laughs> that's the very short story of it. Well, that's a great story. So, so Joe, who who I know was was actually started the magazine. I guess you guys started it together. You were just more concerned with family matters, and then now you're ready to get back to the to the workplace. But it, it's an interesting one to take over a business that he was tired of. It, it is um, because I watched him for 14 years be successful at it, but struggle just being tired of being in that business. Um, it, it's a great business to be in. It's a lot of fun. Um, at least I'm having a lot of fun, and I think he did too. Um, but there was just a, it was just time for him to step back, and he said, "Honey, I'm going to go do this other thing. Why don't you take over?" And I, I said, "Okay." <laughs> I mean, well, it was, it was really, that was the conversation. It was, it was sure. <laughs> yeah. So, so this business has been part of the family for a long time. It's, it's, it is, was, and, yeah. and it's not like I hadn't gone on a sales call with him or for him over the 14 years, because, you know, I did a little here and a little there. Um, and I had a Mac have a marketing background, um, prior to starting and raising my family. Right. Yeah. So obviously you, the, the, the priorities for the family were the family. Right. And then the business was 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 one of the lower priorities. I think that's I think that's important for everyone to know. So tell me um, what you've learned since taking it over or maybe what you found that was different than what you thought as you know, as as part of the family, but not as actually the day to day operations person and salesperson for this business. I think um, what I've learned was there's a lot more listening in sales than I anticipated there would be. Um, and I find that to be um, helps me be more successful because I love learning about people. I love knowing their stories. Um, and so that's fun. 
you know, I have a personal connection with all of my advertisers because I take the time to listen to what's going on in their world. So I think that surprised me, and, and I don't know why it did, because I've always been a person of interest who's interested in other people. Um, so that's yeah, I, I think <laughs> well, no, I think it's a good le- well. I think number one, I, I heard a couple of things. Number one, you're doing what you're naturally good at. You're a people person. You like people. The second thing I heard is be interested. Yeah, you know, you know, don't don't try to be interesting. Be interested. Right. And they they maybe get interested in what you have to offer them and why it's mm-hmm. why it's a good thing. And so, yeah, and it is. I mean, sales is. I think any more people are craving relationships, and it's it's and you're building relationships with people that you know. It's a win win. I mean, it's a win for your family. It's a win for their family. And um, it is a very a local uh, a local uh, publication. So. Um, that's a great. That's a great learning. So, tell us how it works. Uh, the magazine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, it is a direct mail four color magazine that is filled with ads and only ads, and it is mailed to a targeted audience across Henderson County, North Carolina, chosen choosing mail carrier routes with the highest income demographic each quarter. Um, but I do look at them every quarter and I adjust a little bit each quarter so that the most affluent always get it. And then the next tier down, um, I switch up over the year so that uh, of the four mailings, 17,000 plus go out each quarter. But in a year, 28,000 households see the publication in that year, which works about to be half of Henderson County households. Yeah, so you're you're targeting people who have um, have the money to spend. Yeah, com- consumable income. Mm-hmm. That they it is, it. Yeah, and 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 the the advertisers that I target are restaurants, personal services, home improvement products, uh, car care thing, uh, car care shops. Um, these are the the folks, the things that you're going to need in business to run your home, to run your life. Um, and they, you know, things cost and people who have money, like to save money. I have learned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how right. they got the money. That's how they keep the money. Right. Well, but they, you know, once you, once they get to a point, they, they kind of want what they want. And they do, but an incentive to call on our new business might be the offer that is in the magazine. Absolutely. No, no, I think it's, I, th- I think, I think it's great. So let's, let's, I want to flip flop it. So the target, you were real clear on who your target audience for the magazine is, mm-hmm. but the magazine, you don't sell the magazine. It's a, I it's, don't. it's direct, it's direct mail to, to have. So the, 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 all the, the income from the magazine is made from the advertising. So who makes a great advertiser? I mean, who are, who's, who is, what, what are the characteristics you look for in a great advertiser? Um, something that has high use. So a restaurant, excuse me, um, and not necessarily like the high special occasion restaurant, but the place that you want to go to every week. You know, if you have a favorite Mexican restaurant, that's a great fit because maybe um, as an appeal to the advertiser, um, maybe you're not as well known in the community as you want to be. So being in the magazine gives you a, a visibility mm-hmm. and an introduction to the new people or new to you customers. Um, 
and then they come back because they had such a great experience. So a high use, um, a dry cleaner is a good one. Um, car, a mechanic is good. Uh, even though that's not something we do every week, we all have, most of us have cars, particularly here in Western North Carolina, we need to take care of them. Um, so we need to know where to go for that. Um, retailers, we're always buying stuff, are we not? <laughs> so we, yeah. we, you know, consumables, like you said. So uh, you need to pick up things at the hardware store. You need to pick up things for your pets, um, for your home. Uh, all of those categories. Mm. Those uh, are great. Those are, yeah, those are great categories. So the real main feature is that they need to have repeat business to stay, even though. Even though you're, you know, you're, you know, you're trying, you're giving them an incentive to go in and get no, but what, what you, what you want them to do is to create repeat business so that this, you know, the, as as, those kind of clients are more valuable, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I want repeat business and I want them to get repeat business. You know, um, we design the ad, um, to, to uh, imp what's the word I'm looking for to get someone to use it. Right. Um, sure. So my job is to bring them to your business and your job is to get them to come back. Yeah. Do you ever have a challenge with some of your, you know, advertising working really well, but then the, some of the, some of the people that you've sold the ad to may not be great at, at, at cultivating the relationships and the repeat <laughs> business. Yes. Or they don't see the value in, in the, in the, uh, what the, the return they're getting. Um, and every, every of one of my customers has a different need or quantity of return. So I have a customer who is a retailer who said to me when he first started working with me, I want to see a hundred redemptions in a quarter. And I said, wow, mm -hmm. that's a big one. Um, so we designed something for him so that he would get high redemption. And I don't know that he made a hundred, but he made enough to be happy to stay with me now for several years. So we met his need. Then I have another client who, if he gets one or two phone calls in that quarter is happy because he knows he can do his part to convert them to a client because it's a higher volume. I mean, a higher dollar item. So it's different. And then, for instance, yesterday I went to uh, one of my customers, new customer, and uh, and she said, and this is someone that um, would be a repeat customer, you know, that, and she said, I only got four. And we're only a few weeks into this current publication. It's her first time in. And she said, four isn't enough. I don't want to stay back. I said, well, those four people, did you? book them to come back. And she said, no. Oh, but I suggested that perhaps you do that. But at that point, I recognized that no matter what I said, she didn't see a value in what she got. So I brought her customers and no, it wasn't dozens, but it was a handful. And I feel like some folks can't hear you. Yeah, one of the things we we do is help people understand their numbers so that they can know like what 
the return because everything's test and measure. I mean, just because I mean, just because this one ad didn't work or in her mind didn't work, it doesn't mean that a little tweak on that same ad in your next edition wouldn't work great. So, I mean, I don't absolutely. Yeah, I don't believe one ad is a good test and measure. And and the the big challenge I see with advert with that people. That, uh, investing in advertising is they don't measure and test. They don't get the full amount because you got to take into account the referrals. You got to take into account the repeat business. You have to take into account the average ticket sale. I mean, if they don't know those kinds of things, then they don't know whether the thing's working or not. Your Absolutely. Ads, your ads are working or not. So do you ever sit down with them and like teach them this stuff or is, you just leave it to people like me? Uh, well, you gotta leave it to the professionals, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I just, we just want people to know. I mean, I want, I mean, you know, advertising's tough because you can get them in the store or right. in their business, but they got to do it. They got to do the job. They got to convert them to a client. Absolutely, and and they, and they got to get them back. So if they're not doing that, then that in a lot of ways the advertisement was a would be a waste. So if they're right, not, yeah. Right. So if, if you can't do your part, so I have that one customer who thinks if one or two phone calls is all he needs because he knows his style and how he's going to convert them to a sale or push the sale along. Whereas I have people walking in with the offer and she doesn't rebook them for the next thing, the next service. Um, that's not the magazine didn't work. No, the magazine. A lot of, hey, look, the magazine works. I, you know, every I can tell. You know, I can tell you the magazine works. You can <laughs> you. you you can get people in to any business mm-hmm. pretty much, and so they the uh, you know all advertising works for somebody, right? And so so the magazine works, right? You know the 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 the, the thing is making it work for you know the, for those particular clients. So right. I, so, but you ask, do I sit down with people and go over that with you? I go as far as I can with them because I think uh, some folks can he- are open to hearing what needs to be said and other people put up that wall and no matter what I say is going to be wrong. So I try is my answer. Yeah. So the answer is those probably aren't great. Uh, wouldn't be in your ideal client mix. No. And so, you know, she, um, even though she agreed to, to stay with us for a year, she asked if she could step out and I'm okay with that because I need clients who are happy to work with me, who see the well, value in it. Yeah. There are plenty of them. Yep. That, yeah. I mean, there are plenty of, <laughs> there's plenty of clients who can see the value. So why not work with the ones who do? Right. Make, makes life a lot easier. It does. Yeah. So, um, all right, so you've you've been you've been at this full time for you said four years, right? Um, what's the plans for the future? That's a great question. Um, I'm kind of not sure. I'll be honest. Of course, I want to continue uh, focusing on Henderson County. Um, I'm not sure that I want to grow into another area or not. Um, and there's a lot of it's not a matter of can I do it because I believe in myself and the product for sure. Um, it's all the other stuff, you know, the peripheral. I still have a child at home and I take care of my father and I, it's all excuses. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well, it's, you could call it an excuse or you could call it, Hey, I, 
priorities or values. I mean, one of the interesting things that I work on with my clients a lot is values. And because that's what culture is about, values. And, you know, cult, you know, values and culture, they're hierarchical. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that what you've, I mean, what you just said is I value the time with my kid more than expanding to another territory right now. Right. You may, you may want to, and I know back, back when Joe was doing the, doing the magazine, he had a few territories at one he time. Did. He, was, he was doing two or three or I think maybe four, four at one time. Anyway, uh, so certainly possible to, to expand it or scale it however you, however you'd like. I just think it, you know, I think one is refreshing to have somebody say, all right, well, this is my priorities and this is how I want to run my business. So I, mm-hmm. I think there's a lesson there. Some people mm-hmm. want to, grow and scale and other people's want to want to want to stay at home so i mean as i've heard a lot here you know number one you can get people in the business number two you but the people have to convert and they have to get repeat business and number three you know build a business that 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 works for you as the owner yeah so those those are all good things let me get your thought let's do a quick fire round here epic is an acronym and so i'm going to go down through the epic and um, and get your thoughts on each one. So E stands for education. What are your What are your thoughts on the importance of education in business? Um, I think it's, it's certainly valuable. You have to continue to learn more about your product. You have to study. Like I, I read up on what direct mail does and says and how it works. Um, marketing pieces. I'm always learning. Uh, it, it's definitely invaluable because it's always changing. Yeah, I don't think you can. I, I, I mean, we believe it's a, one of our uh, core basic uh, values that education. You know, it's it's you know one of my mentors says the only place that you know earning comes before learning is in the dictionary. So yeah, <laughs> so you got. All right, let's talk about planning. The P is planning. What do you believe the importance of planning is in business? Um, well, in my business in particular, it's deadline oriented. So I have to know where I am today, where I need to be by my deadline. So I am planning every week um, how many people I'm on a call on, how many people I intend to close, um, and then keep – so I'm always planning um, what's next. And, and, you know, you had asked me what's the future. And so there in the back of my mind is the big picture planning, um, but I'm always short-term planning to get to the next. Well. Yeah, I always say the most important plan is your daily plan. Like, what are you going to do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And then what are you going to do next week? And I love that you know your numbers, like how many how many calls I need to make and how many I'm going to close. And that's congruent to what your, what your clients need to know as well. So, all right, inspiration. So I is inspiration. We believe if you do the basics well, the education, the planning, and some of the other basics, that you'll find the inspiration to commit which is the C. How about the inspiration? Where do you find inspiration? Oh, it's in, it's in knowing that I'm making an impact uh, for small businesses. Um, does, it does inspire me to help others grow. Um, but knowing that I'm taking care of my family, um, th- th- that what's, it really does inspire me to take care of those closest to me first. Sure. I think that's awesome. All right, how about the C? How about commitment? What's the importance of committing? You won't be successful if you don't commit to something. <laughs> it's, yeah, really, I, it's that simple, I think. 
Well, that's what that's what we think too. But you know, it's you know, people say they'll commit, but there's all kind of people that break commitments. So yeah, I, I I'm I'm with you. I'm with you a hundred percent. Well, good. Well, thanks for that. That's a little bit of our quick fire round there. What What do you wish you had known when you said, "Yeah, Joe, okay, I'll do this"? That nobody told you. That's a great question. Uh, what do I wish I had known? Um, who not to talk to? Uh, who not to Who not to spend time with? Um, and how to manage my time. Um, because early on, Joe started me with a base of customers, which thank God, right? I, I had a base. Um, but I found myself, because I was new to getting out of the house, right? I, I said I had been raising the kids. Um, so I wasted, um, that's a terrible use of word. I spent time unwisely with customers who will never buy. It felt good to be out and make those connections. But I had to learn um, to identify clients, or at least people I believe would be good clients. Yeah, you know, one of my mentors said success is who you say no to. And I think that's awesome. Like who not to take, who not, who not to spend time on or how to, how to recognize somebody who's never going to buy. Right. And you know, who are the people that are going to buy, but you're going to, you, you may have to call on them for three years before they finally buy. You know, there's, there's, there, you know, there's, it's, it's a, takes a little bit, right? It, it does. And I have to say that is very rewarding when you, when you identify someone and you just keep showing up because I'm a big fan of just showing up. And I tell people, if I didn't think you'd fit, I wouldn't be here. And it has taken me two or three years for some cases for folks to say, okay, thank you for not giving up on me. Yeah. And then they do it and they're like, yeah, and then they do it and they're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. I wish I'd done it two years ago. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. So listen, Hey, this has been a great conversation. How would people find you if they want to, if they want to advertise in, um, you can find me through my website, uh, discoverhometown.net. You can find me on Facebook at discover hometown 828, I think. So Discover Hometown Magazine, you certainly can look me up. You're welcome to call me on my cell phone. I prefer not to put that on the World Wide Web. Or <laughs> right. so, But if you find it, if you go to the, the web or Facebook, you'll find me. Um, and I'd love to connect with locals who want to meet the Henderson County market. Um, I do pride myself on 99% of the advertisers in the magazine are locally owned right here in Henderson County. Um, and I think that's part of what keeps my success is that it really is the local magazine for the locals, by the locals, all the things. Yeah. Well, well done on all of that. So listen, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. And until next time, all the best. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Epic Entrepreneurs. Here's four things you can do. First, you can listen every week on Biz Radio Mondays at one. Second, you can subscribe to the podcast. Hey, you get it. The more subscribers we have, the more cool things we can offer you. Three, you can also go out and give us a five-star rating everywhere. And number four, if you'd like a free copy of my book, The Coach Approach, Five Principles to Build an Epic Business, just go to giftfrombill.com. It's your roadmap to building your epic business. That's giftfrombill.com. Until next time, all the best. 
Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.